Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one fat hobbit at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. Joining us again this week is Jesse Reed. Hello. What's up? Besides Um, fat hobbits. (laughs) I'm a fat hobbit. (laughs) Fat one cannot know. Um, That's me. That's what I, that's so mean. I was going to say, that's what I say when I'm like eating out of the jar of peanut butter, <laughs> like the middle of the night, like a fat one cannot know. Um, <laughs> Drinking milk out of the carton. <laughs> Just being a gremlin. Um, <laughs> that's how the cat thinks of me. Just running around in the middle of the night. Fat one cannot know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Today, we'll be talking about Minute 79, um, which starts with Smeagol finishing his line from yesterday, Very Dangerous on the Stairs, um, and it ends with Smeagol um, petting Frodo and says, Smeagol, look after Master. Man, is that concerning. <laughs> For completely different reasons than the last conversation we witnessed. <laughs> it's, you know what? Strangely, this isn't as uncomfortable as that last conversation. Well, no, because there's uh, the last conversation is uh, too real, too real. Just yeah, yeah, just legit. Too too close to real world abuse. Uh, whereas uh, at least there's like a weird alien man in this one. <laughs> yeah, there's a w- weird little shriveled gray alien man and a magical object of corrupting power in the scene. Just you know, it's cool. It just we just let this be what it is. <laughs> But yeah, mm-hmm. here we are. Gollum starting to whisper dark tidings of betrayal. Um, and, continuing, and, I think. It's been a while since we've been with Frodo, Sam, and Gollum, I feel like. Yeah, this is the um, this is the first scene in which Gollum really starts to... Like hammer at home. Yeah, really starts to try to convince Frodo that Sam is... There's something wrong with Sam. Mm. We're not quite there yet, but he does. It, it is the beginnings of it. It's the bubblings. Yeah. He's like dropping the seed, planting the seed right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fat one over there. <laughs> Can't trust him. Smeagol look after Master. He's going to ask you for that ring. Mm-mm. And not as a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's true. <laughs> womp womp. Um. <laughs> but yeah, th- this. This whole scene starts with uh, Gollum kind of seeing the ring fall out of Frodo's shirt. Mm-hmm. Come, Master. Come to Smeagol. Oh. Come to Smeagol. Like, the way he delivers that line is just like, oh, he's talking to the ring now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he, like, backs up. There's, like, an eye twitch. I really like that animation. Yeah, which Andy Circus did the motion cap for all of this Gollum stuff by himself on a stage. Mm. Like in a in a studio alone, instead of doing it on set, like he did with a lot of the stuff he did later, because he wasn't here yet. Right. It's really so. Wait, were they just filming this without actually talking had, to Andy Circus? They had someone else in the scene, uh, doing the lines and kind of acting out some of the stuff on set when they did it, but not Andy Circus yet. And then Andy Circus did the mocap later, That's and recorded his lines. Yeah. 
Man, poor Sam. I know, I love Sam just struggling by himself. There's like the one shot at the very end of the minute where he's just like, oh, come on, man. Like, Dude, he helped Frodo up. You can, Even if you're trying to not be to nice be to me, fair, you can at least pretend. He just pulled a sword on him. So like... What a, what has Smeagol ever done to him? <laughs> just what what has Smeagol ever done to Sam? Nothing, but Gollum's done plenty. So. Yeah. What has Smeagol ever done to him? So good. Why does he hate poor Smeagol? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. What could it be? Your uh, dripping murderous intent. <laughs> His only wish to catch a fish. So juicy sweet. What has he done to Smeagol? <laughs> Right, when left to his own devices away from the ring, he just kind of reverts into this kind of adorable, weird, weird little hunter-gatherer. <laughs> and it's just like, aw, that's so Even nice. Even when he had the ring, Even when he had the ring, he was just like in his cave doing his own thing, catching fish. That's like, true. And the occasional he orc. Never, he never used it for evil. I'm, he did <laughs> use it to sneak up on and kill orcs. Man's gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> it's like Gollum doing a puppet show. Oh my god. It looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. And then he just like digs into an orc arm. Ew. What about his legs? We don't need those. <laughs> I think Parachoppy and Goblin, Go Gollum would get along. Goblin. He is a goblin for all intents and purposes. Yeah. He pretty much is. But yeah, he... I do really like the the use of the ring theme here as he reaches towards Frodo. They're really trying to make you think for just a second that he would try to grab the ring. Mm. I think it's pretty effective, although I've you know seen the movie too many times to know that it's how how it's gonna not to know how it's gonna go down. I didn't even. It's really that. really well done though. Yeah, the whole the whole scene. Yeah, it's well put together. That's a nice catch. I didn't even notice that. Were you just absorbed in the other things? Yeah, like I don't know, like his face is so well animated. Yeah, well, because they, by the time they did Return of the King, they had just gotten better at animating Gollum. Yeah. Because they had more time to animate him for this one. Because mm -hmm. Two Towers, they had to, they just, all right, we got to get this done. Turn just it make, around, yeah. You know, the, the ones that have to look good, we got to really make sure they look good. Just right. push it out the door. Uh, th this one, we're all good. So there's that aspect to it. But yeah, Gollum's face is so much more expressive uh -huh. in Return of the King. It's just so, there's so much more detail. And there is that shot uh, where you can only see his fingers just in the bottom right hand of the frame as he's reaching towards Frodo. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the most realistic his skin ever looks. Yeah, like 30 seconds into the minute. Yeah, and, and it it looks almost Uncanny Valley realistic because you know it's not real. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. It's But I would say it's probably the most realistic his skin has ever looked. Yeah, like the texture of it. Yeah. Like the texture of it and the shadows on it and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's just, there's there's not special effects in movies. Can you imagine if, like, they made this movie today, though? Like, what Gollum would look like? There are certain aspects. Oh, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. And it'd be creepy. Yeah. I mean, we saw Azog in The Hobbit. I don't know if they've really... Well, no, I mean, that's, like, bad CGI. Yeah. I'm talking, like, Planet of the Apes level, like, mocap CGI. Yeah. 
So in, in all honesty, I don't think that special effects technology when it comes to character models like Gollum have really progressed all that far since this movie. Mm. Not really. Like the Planet of the Apes CGI, I think would have been possible when this movie came out. It's just a matter of how much more expensive it was to do a full movie that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because mostly it's that the technology has become more accessible and therefore cheaper. So you can spend more time doing the work to make it look good. Mm. But a lot of the technology for this, I don't really think has gotten that much better. Processing speeds have got be gotten better, which means you can take more shortcuts to make it look good. But I don't really think it does. I feel like the level of detail has gotten like the ability to create that level of detail. Has gotten okay. easier to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't think there's, um, I, I don't know, because in the in the grand scheme of things, I don't really think that uh, Avatar came out, what, like 10 years ago? Something like that. And I don't think Avatar looks much better most of the time than some of the best Gollum stuff in this movie. I To be fair, I haven't seen Avatar since it was in theaters, and I have yeah. no intention of rewatching it ever. Right. And that's a 10-year gap. And then I don't think special um, effects have gotten much better since like, Avatar. Mm. Why is Avatar like? I can't believe that. Ten years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> why? Why is Avatar always like the the height of like? I know. I like. I know it's impressive, but it's impressive because the whole movie pretty much is like that. Yeah. There's like more of the movie is CGI than live action people and live action things. That's fair. So it's just like it's impressive that there's just so much of it in that movie, and it was the beginning of there being a lot in movies in general going forward mm -hmm. but yeah that, that's why people always go back to it and it was considered like this really big feat because it all is pretty convincing for the world that you're in in the movie yeah things look like they're in the world rather than just kind of around you mm -hmm. or there like in a vacuum yeah like the the problem you get sometimes with special effects especially if people moving is sometimes they look like they're kind of floating on the scenery yeah i mean that happens with Gollum sometimes and Two towers. Yeah. I can't think of any that stick out in this movie as that happening with Gollum, really. But it definitely looks that way in a couple places in Two Towers. Yeah. And weirdly, the first scene with Gollum in Two Towers is one of the most convincing because of the way he interacts with the environment around him. Mm -hmm. Like that cloak spinning and stuff. Well, I also think part of it, though, of it's not just technology. I think it's also that as like TVs get into like HD and 4K and all that, it became more important important to do better detail yeah that's true so you had to spend the time to make sure that all the hairs on this thing look right yeah yeah because you're like gonna notice it now right because like you could have like the best movie ever but if it's like on a low quality tv it doesn't matter mm -hmm. yeah so i think that's part of it too yeah i i can't remember what the number was but i remember there's like a thing about frozen 2 and how they individually animated every single one of the hairs on all the characters in the movie. Oh my god. Something like that. Like really? they list a number of them. I think Frozen 2 is a really good I don't think you need that example <laughs> of how far CGI animation has come because like all of the shots of water in that movie. That's the thing I can't believe looks that great in that movie is water. Water is really hard. It's so pretty. And the water looks really good in Frozen 2. Like that shot in the trailer. With I haven't the seen it yet. So. Frozen 2 is a fun movie, but I it I feel like it lacks a lot of real impact. Yeah, um, I had fun with it while I was watching it. And the yeah. animation is gorgeous, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, that was a movie that I watched. So I like the music better than the first one. Well, when I 
can see it. I'm just going to be looking at the water the whole time now. Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> like, the movie is so pretty. Yeah, the, the full scene of that shot in the trailer of Elsa using her ice powers to run across the, like, stormy waves, that whole sequence from start to finish is just stunningly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's why, that, I guess, stuff like that is why. And, like, the, um, like, the, the the side-by-side of, like, the dog from Toy Story 1 and then, like, the cat from Toy Story 4, like... Yeah, because the cat from Toy Story 4 looks like a picture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> someone someone took a picture like of their cat. It's stuff like that where I'm just like, can you imagine, like, Gollum? See, but things that don't have hair <laughs> look really unsettling in the hyper-realistic CGI Gollum that we do now. Gollum has hair. He has, no, like, no, no. five hairs. Things that don't have hair look unsettling, period. <laughs> <laughs> fair have you seen that um have you seen that thing floating around on facebook of someone having uh made yoda with a human skin tone nope i don't like that nope, it nope, is nope. it's horrifying don't like that it's giving yoda a, a i don't like that either. human skin tone is a mistake <laughs> oh no i don't nope i like to think they tried that first and everyone was like oh Heck no. <laughs> George Lucas is like, what do you got? Show me my puppet options. Just He like walks into that <laughs> meeting and he's just like, oh no. And Frank Oz is doing the voice, <laughs> like using the puppet. And George Lucas is like, well, that's the most unsettling thing I've ever seen. What if so- we make him green? <laughs> green. Let's just make him a little goblin. It's fine. <laughs> it's a weird little space wizard goblin. This is cool. It's better. Better. Oh God. Nope that's gonna haunt my nightmares i haven't even seen it and like <laughs> i can see it and you don't want to <laughs> <laughs> i can visualize it uncomfortably and i don't want it yeah with, like all the little liver spots yeah, no, 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 and everything no, no, no. yeah it's bad it's not a good not a good no, time you, you can you can stop discussing it at any time see that's golem <laughs> right that's just but, golem but, but like squat <laughs> but whatever you are picturing in your head i promise you the actual thing is worse oh okay is that a challenge <laughs> that makes it better <laughs> i'm gonna look it up as but soon now, as i stop recording <laughs> i've moved on to a realistic golem covered in liver spots <laughs> oh. Somehow that's not as unsettling as Yoda. Right, because Gollum is supposed to be a little gross yeah. man. I think Yoda's supposed to be like more friend shaped. I don't know. Like more friendly looking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. Now I'm just thinking about Yoda and Lord of the Rings and Gollum in Star Wars. Like they swap. Yoda's just being corrupted by the ring. Yoda's just like on my precious it is all the time. Like <laughs> carry me, you must. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sam's can. Sam, oh man, uh, Yoda's continues to be violent towards Gollum. I can just picture Yoda on their backs where they're like running through the deadly marshes, like <laughs> <laughs> telling them where to step. <laughs> you have to do a somersault when you jump this part. <laughs> But why? Necessary it is. <laughs> Necessary it is. <laughs> Training, young Master Frodo. <laughs> the next swing we must find. Oh no, we've crossed the streams. Uh... <laughs> he pulls the next no swing out back. of the dead marshes. <laughs> they fly over Mount Doom. It's just, it's got like a, 
like an eagle head on it. <laughs> it's actually an X-wing with an eagle head that saves them at the yes. end. Yes. <laughs> no, it like takes off and he accidentally like crashes through one of the eagles and it's just the wipers come on. No. No. That's awful. Oh my god. <sighs> Do we have anything else? No. Okay. There's just like this fake out and Sam being like, don't you touch him. Yeah, and then yeah. he helps him. And then Smeagol look after Master. <laughs> Petting him. like a- Yeah, that all the gaslighting yeah. problem begins to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He leads into that. Dude, Smeagol gaslights himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gollum That's and Smeagol fair. are just constantly gaslighting each other for control over their shared body. <laughs> Where is that psychological thriller? It's just fi- they've just been doing this for 500 years. They've both become the best gaslighters in Middle-earth. And now they just the only ones who can test Elrond's this. like, oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> we are two and you are one, elf man. We, it's like, we are legion. We are legion. Oh, my God. <laughs> Smeagol is just, we contain multitudes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no so um <laughs> you're welcome uh, we're from the website duelinggenre.com <laughs> check us out there join our facebook listener group if you're active on facebook the fellowship of the mic um if you're active on twitter follow us at lotr minute we like interacting with our followers we like hearing from you guys so thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you, Jesse, for uh, spending all this week with us. And tomorrow... I'm going to have some baby Yoda nightmares, but I suppose right? <laughs> it was worth it. We've come full circle. Uh, <laughs> uh, tomorrow is Friday, and uh, we'll be back then. Bye. Bye.